tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Residents of Jirapa in the Upper West Region are grieving over the gruesome murder of the owner of the Royal Cozy Hills Hotel by unknown assailants. The residents describe Eric Johnson as a selfless man whose death is not only a big blow to Jirapa but the entire Upper West Region. While the youth in the area have declared a week of mourning to pay their last respects to him, they are calling on the police to work assiduously to ensure perpetrators perpetrators of the crime are made to face the law. Joy News is Upper West Regional Correspondent Rafiq Salam reports. The unknown assailant is alleged to have entered the private residence of owner of the Royal Cozy Hills Hotel, Eric Johnson, aided by a ladder through this fortified fence wall. The executive mansion, as he called it, overlooked the Royal Cozy Hills Hotel where he lived and met his personal guest. Eric Johnson, is security conscious and has never toyed with his personal security. One cannot have access to this edifice without his personal knowledge. He's always the one to conduct you around the magnificent edifice. The executive mansion now has all four gates closed and under lock and key as a result of his gruesome murder last Sunday. I am in front of one of the gates of the private residence of the chief executive officer of Royal Cousin Hotel, Eric Johnson. We are told that the unknown assailant came from this route after allegedly committing the act, came through this gate, went with his car, and then dumped the car at the heart of town. Inside the Royal Cozy Hills Hotel, which shares a wall with the executive mansion, it appears deserted and looks like it goes down. Less than a dozen of workers were seen at work with no regular to take care of. The Jiriba town 
is engrossed with sadness, grief, and anger over the loss of a man who is a goliath in achievement and development of the area and the region at large. Both the young and old, the business community are yet to come to terms with what happened. This man is a joy to us all. This man is somebody who is down to earth. He doesn't see himself worthy because of that doesn't, disrespect, doesn't respect people. He respects every Tom Dick and Harry. My daughter, he has always passionately called her wife. This man has always been there for me, my daughter, and for my little business. He's the reason why my business is like this. He's the reason why I'm even living here in Drapa and comfortably in the lead among others. I've lost a great, a great man. Japa has lost. Upper West has lost. That man is actually very, very charitable. That one there. If you ask anybody that actually knows the man, he has the heart of giving. He really gives out unconditionally. Irrespective of whom you are, then you've not met him. If you haven't met him, fine. But if you are able to pass through the right procedure, the right processes and meet the man, you realize that whatever your needs are, especially financially, that man will be able to help you. A week of mourning has been declared by the youth as a mark of respect for him. Concern our fallen hero. So we we'll ensure that all our children from today, all of us put on red, put on black, whatever you are, whatever your workplace, we are calling on the municipal chief executive, the police, that this is what we want to do in solidarity of our fallen hero. So that from henceforth, this is what is going to happen. Pupils at business schools are also not left out in directing their anger on the unknown assailant who callously took away their most cherished treasure from them. All of the small, small kids, they, 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 they are crying. That man is our uncle. This small boy and go and leave him. We went and give him. They want a thorough investigation to unravel the mystery surrounding the brutal murder of Eric Johnson. We want to see. The police have so far indicated they have picked up five suspects seven to ask seven now right, to insist investigation. We want to plead on the Ghana police service that they should continue to do diligent work. We, the youth, are open up to us to assist volunteer information to make sure that we bring the corporates to book. Jiriba Municipal Chief Executive Loyen Nicolas Sawiri met with the Royal Cozy Hills Hotel CEO last Friday. He shocked to the Maru about his murder taxing the police CID to ensure that the perpetrators are brought to book. Some people have been arrested to assist the police with investigation. Still early days yet, but I, I am sure that the culprits would be brought to book. It's something that beats it, it, my imagination. And it's a really sad, 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 sad event for Jirapa. 62 kilometers away from Jirapa and in the Apostolina capital, Apostolina minister, Dr. Abiz Bin Sali, led a team of newly sworn in assembly members to observe for the business mogul whom entrepreneur. For many years in Jirapa, Eric Johnson was seen as electric generator that feeds several thousands of balls. It is their hope that the security agencies, especially the police, will do everything possible to unravel the mystery 
abandon his death. Podway News, Rafik Salam, Jiraba. Let's now go to the Upper West region and speak with Rafiq Salam, who has been monitoring events for us. Rafiq, what have police investigations unraveled so far? Um, the police uh, in the region who are conducting these investigations are uh, playing their cards close, uh, closer to their chest. Uh, they are not uh, revealing anybody to anything to the public or to the media. Uh, since they came into town yesterday, uh, they headed uh, to Jirapa and then also straight to the private residence of Eric Johnson where the alleged act uh, took place. And so the whole of uh, yesterday uh, they were at Jirapa at the private residence and also they visited uh, some uh, places of interest uh, to the case and also interacted with some few people uh, also. They also visited uh, where the car was parked, where it was dumped and then after that they closed for the day. But they are still uh, continuing, continuing the investigations uh, uh, today. We, we know two more people have been arrested, bringing the total number of persons arrested to seven. What more can you report on this? Um, uh, yes, these are people that the investigating authorities are told that yeah, these are people who are closer to uh, the uh, businessman Eric Johnson. And so if we look at the list of the people that they have uh, you know, picked up, uh, one happens to be uh, Michael Kluge, uh, who is a general manager uh, of uh, the police. And I'm also told that the yeah, former human resource officer uh, uh, was also uh, picked up uh, by uh, the police and a host of other people uh, who also pick up, including the security man who allegedly opened the gate uh, for this unknown assailant to move away uh, with a car. So these are people uh, of, of interest. But what, uh, speaking to people uh, in town, they think that uh, the police will widen the scope of their investigations and then uh, get more people uh, 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 to support uh, whatever they, they want to do you know, to unravel the mystery surrounding the death of uh, Eric Johnson. Are there measures the police have put in place to prevent uh, a recurrence, have they told you? Um, they haven't uh, put any measures, but I can tell you that uh, uh, some places in Jirapa, you can see that there's a lot of considerable pres presence of uh, uh, security personnel and police are right there. Even I've seen uh, some officers from the Ghana Immigration Service and other security uh, agencies trying to you know, to coordinate, to partner the police uh, to, to ensure that some of these things are, uh, to ensure that the place is secured. A place like the private residence of uh, Eric Johnson, uh, I will count yesterday as many as a dozen of policemen are stationed there at various locations. Rafik Salam is our man in the Upper West region. Definitely there's more bringing your way uh, as and when we get the information from the police. We can now speak with criminologist and lecturer at the Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology, Dr. Jones Opokuwari. Grateful for your time. Mostly when some of these things happen, the first question we ask is uh, whether the person actually stole something from the person who was murdered. In this instance... He didn't. Uh, I first of all want us to take a trip into the mind of the criminal. What possibly could be the reason for this? Well, thank you very much, Aisha, and a very good morning to your viewers. Uh, definitely, this raises questions, and that is what uh, has made some of us, you know, who are into the crime sector and do more of criminal analysis to, as it were, question the motive of, of the perpetrator, because 
as I always say, when murder is occasion, we have to allow the crime scene to speak to us, you know, before we can get into the mind of the criminal. And from what we've known so far about the fact that this person went into, into the apartment and murdered the person without taking anything, even just abandoning his car along the way, seems to suggest to me that probably this was a person on a mission to, to deal with this person, uh, to deal with the victim. And that is exactly what he went there to do. And it, it presupposes to me that it seems to have some characteristics of person who has something to grind, either himself or herself, with the victim, or probably might have been sent by someone to go and execute the acts that, that the person has gone to commit. So this, this is what a crime scene based, basically based on the information we be given seems to suggest to me that this is something that uh, may have come from somebody who has something uh, against, against this man. From the expert point of view, what should be the uh, the focus of the investigative team? Well, the focus of the investigative team shouldn't be only about um, employees, which I think is, is a normal and a natural thing to do with, with, a, with a case like this. Because, you see, murders are, are basically domestic offenses. And most of the time, when we talk about domestic offenses, what it means is that Usually, the victim is known to the perpetrator, or the perpetrator is known to the victim, some way, somehow. So, if you look at what is happening, it is good that the police are talking to the employees, who are basically the people closer to the man because they uh, mostly may have interacted with him more times. But then, I expect that the police also expand the scope of the investigation. They have to look at other significant others, like like his friends, even family members, who are those people that were within his close uh, net of, uh, you know, network. That is very important for the police to pick because it is only when the police is able to expand the scope that they can rope in more suspects and then begin to now profile them and get the questions out of them and be able to drill down and narrow the focus to the actual perpetrator who may, hand, uh, may have a hand in the death of, of Mr. Johnson. So it is something that I expect the police to do, widen the scope of the investigation, don't focus only on employees. For all you know, some of them uh, may be involved, others may not be involved. So let's let's widen the scope and bring everybody within that network uh, uh, in, in, into the into the discussion, and then we can get to, to, to those people that probably have a direct link to the matter of uh, Mr. Eric Johnson. Doc, how do you re react to concerns about the police putting out names? and images of covered faces of persons who are for now assisting with investigations. Of course, you know the kind of society in which we live. They themselves may be at risk. Their family may be at risk. And in the event that they are even proven innocent, what then happens? Yes, I think that is something that police should have, you know, facing slowly. Um, in such serious, you know, and high-profile matters as this, you don't rush into putting names out. You have to go through the due process. Whilst it is important that you make the public understand that you are making a lot of strides, you know, in, in, in terms of arrest, it is important that you conceal some of these suspects and do the trial work of drilling down, you know, to the main suspect. Because, look, a lot of the time you, you find at the end that some of those people that you may have assumed may be suspects may actually have nothing to do with it. When you have to do profiling and you have to do you know, criminal identification and all that, you find that many of these guys who may have put their names out may not even be related to this incident in one way or the other. So when you do that, 
you have actually caused some form of jeopardy to the reputation of these people, which sometimes may become very difficult for us to repair. So I ordinarily would have wished that the police would have hastened slowly whilst concealing their identities, still be giving the public some form of information uh, in terms of the number of arrests that have been made without necessarily you know, putting their names out when we have actually not really gone down to, to, to the actual work of getting all the information that is needed. So I think that the police should, should hasten slowly on that. Uh, they shouldn't be too quick in putting out these the names and identities of these suspects into the public domain. That can cause a lot of jeopardy. Especially when we, we later find out that these guys are even not related to the matter. Do, do you subscribe to views that sometimes uh, individuals actually draw unnecessary attention to themselves, falling victims to some of these situations? Yes, you know, when, when crimes happen, okay, especially when murder happens, you know, a lot of people try to, you know, come in, say certain things, and normally when they do that, it raises a lot of suspicion. But I shall look, in, in criminal analysis, a lot of the time... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Thanks. There is considerable literature and evidence to suggest that in cases like murders, normally when it happens, the perpetrators normally don't move excessively away from the scene. They are mostly around within the jurisdiction trying to see how the police, you know, and the security agencies will go about their way. In fact, most of the time, based on, on, on studies that we have done over the period, we get to realize that even the perpetrators themselves, or the perpetrator himself, normally even comes to the crime scene as an observer to see, just like all other people within the community normally goes to the scene. So sometimes this creates a lot of, you know, uh, confusion in the minds of the police because when they see these things or these kind of people, they are not even able to pinpoint who is who and who is what. So I think that it is important that we, we hasten slowly. Whilst it is important that we get this investigation up and running and, and assure the public and build public confidence in, in the police, when it comes to identifying and putting our names of people and identities of people, let's let's slow down, let's put down on that and do the actual work of drilling down uh, all the information that we need so that we can pinpoint and pin all these investigations to the actual perpetrator of, of, of this crime.
Dr. Jones Opokuwa, I'm grateful for your time. He's criminologist and lecturer at KNUSC. Information Minister Kojo Ponkoma has thrown his weight behind the Ghana Journalists Association to use media blackouts against politicians who attack journalists in line of duty. Kojo Ponkoma also urged the GJA to increase pressure on the Ghana Police Service and the judiciary to effectively address cases of attacks on journalists in the country. His comment comes after the latest cases of assault on two journalists that have forced the GJA to issue media blackout on two politicians believed to have facilitated the attack. Kojo Ponkoma says the Ghana Police Service and the judiciary hold the key to resolving these cases. The National Media Commission, has meanwhile mounted a spirited defense, insisting the position taken by the GDA to blacklist the two political actors is dysfunctional and unproductive. Speaking to Joinees, a former president of the Ghana G Journalists Association said using legal means to seek redress is the way to go rather than such harsh stance. And answer to my opinion, my only difficulty is where. Somebody considers his or her opinion to 
appear to other persons' opinion. Because the, the question is, it has nothing to do with the national media. It's my personal views. And anybody who is fair-minded, you get a copy of my speech and read and, and tell me whether I spoke for myself or I was speaking in the name of the of the Ghanaian Association. But the fact that I am a senior journalist, as they admitted, is the fact that I should have an independent opinion. I don't need necessarily to follow whatever position that the DJ comes up with. And if I do not agree with the position of the DJ, it does not render me a mole. It does not render me a useless to the system. Because I'm not supposed to mimic anybody. I mean, people, when they speak, they speak that they have the right to express themselves. But if somebody expresses a, a view that they don't say, then somebody is stupid. But that that debases democracy. You know, because, because listen, I do not think that when you call Superman and he spoke to you, he, he spoke for media foundation for West Africa. He expressed his personal views about them. So when I express a personal view about certain matter, why should that be construed as an unfortunate statement from the National Media Commission? Black Christian might not be in the best interest of the public. Why? Because the people that will be blacklisted will be holding sensitive public information that the public requires to know. And because we are blacklisting them, the public will be denied access to that information. And so we become a clog in the wheel of the right to information. And that was why I gave the example of what has happened in Palestine in, between Israel and Hamas. The number of journalists who have died in, in that distance are more than it has ever happened before. But there's no media house that has said that Israel or Hamas should be blacklisted. And that is my position, that it may not adhere to the benefit of the public if we begin to use blacklisting as, as the commonest tool available to us, rather than insisting insisting that the due process of the law I've been joined by Franklin Kujo. He is the president of Imani Center for Policy and Education. Grateful for your time, sir. You've been worried about the number of uh, attacks on journalists, the cases uh, that have been reported to the police, which have not seen any closure over the period. Now the GJA is adapting new measures, blacklisting politicians who perpetrate these acts. Way to go. Well, without a doubt, initially I was ambivalent um, as to the approach the GJA has adopted. But given the fact that clearly the cases that have been reported to the police have taken forever, I think it is not in their the effect to be visiting the offices or the programs of persons who uh, are seen or have the uh, proclivity to beat the speed of journalists. I think that's a natural first order of defense anyway. I mean, I wouldn't attend your program. Unless, of course, you come out and and be remorseful, and if it is proven that you, the political actor, are not responsible, then you must be able to at least uh, aid the process of uh, punishing those persons who do these things in your face. For anything that falls short of uh, remorse, or we need willingness to ensure that the perpetrators are brought to book. I think outside the GTA, I mean, those blacklists, 
another 20 event. In any case, for that to be effective, it would mean that all of that journalists or media houses must do things. And, of course, uh, that is where the problem is. Uh, it's going to be kind of difficult getting all media houses to join, knowing also how divided sometimes we've been. And, uh, and probably that's the reason why the NNC chairman is saying this could be dysfunctional. Well, without a doubt, I think unless the city has, has not got all its members in unity, and I can understand that in a plural democracy, there will be those persons who may not go the particular line of uh, the DGA. But at least for the media houses that are involved, they value the life of their media personnel. They have liberty to actually withdraw their services as far as those persons are concerned. And I think it will be a warning to those who continuously. Hello? I'm uh, Franklin Kujo, eighth, the president of Imani Center for Policy and Education. We'll see how this unfolds. Definitely there must be a way out to stop journalists from being attacked by politicians. Let me take you live to the Mervyn Pekambasada Hotel right now because Vice President Dr. Baumia, who is also 2024 flag bearer of the NPP, is currently uh, addressing the public successful implementation of the convention, though the numbers could be far more. According to minesweepers, it is currently estimated that there are about 110 million landmines scattered across the globe. While the individual cost of mines ranges from $3 to $30 US, the expense of their removal varies significantly and ranging from $300 to $1,000 per mine. Considering these figures, the total expenditure for clearing all existing mines is projected to range from 50 billion US dollars to 100 billion US dollars. However, the Landmine Monitor 2022 report indicates that state parties to the Mine Ban Treaty have destroyed more than 55 million mines, stockpiled antipersonnel mines. This underscores the significant financial commitment made by both states and international organizations worldwide towards the effective implementation of the convention. The Landmine Monitor reported that in 2022, at least 4,710 individuals were killed or injured by landmines or explosive remnants of war in 49 states. Among these 4,710 individuals, 1,661 lost their lives and 3,015 sustained injuries. Civilian casualties constituted 85% of the total, while nearly half of the civilian victims being children amounting to a total of 1,071. As of October 2023, 
it was reported by the landmine monitor that approximately 60 countries and other areas worldwide were grappling with the detrimental presence of anti-personnel landmines contaminating their territories. Among these, at least 24 state parties are either believed or confirmed to be afflicted with impoverished, improvised mine contamination. These states include some African states such as Burkina Faso, Cameroon, Chad, Mali, Nigeria, and Togo. The presence of improvised mines exacerbates the already grave humanitarian and security challenges faced by these nations, necessitating urgent and concerted efforts towards effective mine clearance and risk mitigation strategies. The use of improvised anti-personnel mines poses a grave threat to civilians, particularly in conflict-affected regions. These insidious weapons indiscriminately maim and kill innocent men, women, and children, inflicting lasting physical and psychological harm. They disrupt livelihoods, impede socioeconomic development, and hinder efforts to achieve sustainable peace and security. Ghana recognizes the urgent need for concerted action to address the humanitarian impact of improvised anti-personnel mines. We remain steadfast in our commitment to... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Promoting a world free from the scourge of landmines and explosive remnants of war. Ladies and gentlemen, mines on, the, on their declaration, compliance with these legal instruments is essential to preventing further human suffering and fostering a safer, more secure world for all. I therefore urge all states 
that are not parties to the convention to strive towards the ratification of the convention. In closing, I extend my heartfelt gratitude to the European Union who are the sponsors of this conference. The Anti-Personnel Mine Convention Implementation Support Unit and the National Commission on Small Arms and Light Weapons, who are the organizers for their dedication and tireless efforts in convening this conference. May our deliberations be fruitful, our actions impactful, and our resolve unwavering as we work together to address the humanitarian impact of improvised anti-personnel minds in order to build a future of peace, prosperity, and dignity for all. Your Excellencies, distinguished delegates, ladies and gentlemen, with these remarks, I hereby declare the conference duly opened. Thank you for your attention. And that was Vice President Dr. Baumia um, opening the conference on addressing the humanitarian impact of improvised anti-personnel mines. We'll be going back there as and when the need be to bring you more from that conference. Let's get on to other stories. The chiefs and people of Chifuimang in the central region have kicked against the president's nominee for the district chief executive position. According to traditional authorities, the nominee does not respect the chiefs and people of the area and has also been exhibiting what they call insulting behaviors towards them. Speaking at a news conference, the Trifumangheni Otumfo Amuasasraku called on the president to nominate a different person. This morning, yeah. as a united community yeah. of the Trifumang traditional area yeah. to express yeah. Openly express yeah. our dissatisfaction, yeah. our shock, yeah. and unbelief yeah. of the behavior of insult, the attitude of disrespect, yeah. which has recently engulfed our political arena in this country. Yeah. That men, young men, aspirants who are able men capable of handling political issues in this country yeah. has descended and resorted to abuse, insult and disrespect to traditional leaders. Yeah. The Chufumai traditional area today expresses our dissatisfaction of the nomination of the candidate named Nana Koku Aban, who has for the past two years disrespected, insulted, and abused the Nananum of the Chufumai traditional area. Yeah. All attempts and, and, and efforts to bring the said Nana Koku Aban before Nananum for him to answer questions of disrespect and disregard and abuse to the authorities of the traditional area has failed. 
He has openly said that he does not owe allegiance to Nananam. He does not regard and respect the Nananam of the Chufumai traditional area. Yeah. So therefore, he would not appear before us. Yeah. Powerless as we were. Yeah. Nananam regarding his disrespect. Yeah. Because we could not bring him to court. Yeah. We could not bring him before authority. Yeah. We launched our complaint before the authorities, the state uh, assembly were informed. They came here to inform us that the certain government has refused yeah. every advice to appear before Nananam. And from Cape Coast to Wath, the Municipal Chief Executive is Hahakuta is urging newly sworn in members of the Assembly to put the past behind them, bury their differences and unite for the speedy development of the municipality. He says the elections are over and their greatest enemy for now is poverty, disease and ignorance, which should be their priority. Hahakuta was speaking at the swearing-in of new members of the Wath Municipal Assembly. Right to office, hope of secrecy, and hope of allegiance. President Ekufadu, in a speech read on his behalf by Apawasunya Minister Dr. Hafiz Bin Sali, on the news warning members of the work to change the status quo to bring services to the doorstep of the people in order for them to get the full benefit of decentralization. The instincts of the average citizen is still to towards Accra a member of parliament for things that fall within the image of the district assembly. I am expecting that you would be part of the team that will finally change the status quo and deepen local governance and decentralization to enable citizenry have access to public and basic service in their district rather than community for such services. One municipal chief executive is a good moment on his path urged them to put the past behind them as the elections are over bear their differences with the vanquished for the development of the municipality. Permit me to remind you that the electoral contest is over. We are here to be sworn in as assembly members. It is therefore incumbent on you to extend the olive branch to your unsuccessful contenders. As you need the support of all of these people to help you develop your respective areas faster. I must state that the common enemy is poverty, illiteracy and underdevelopment. And thus, I would like to use this meeting to appeal to all of you to put behind the faults of the district level elections. We have a municipality to develop and this should be our preoccupation and our prime focus. A similar event also took place at Biba, where 50 members of the newly elected members 
of the assembly were sworn into office. Here, the president's speech, which was read on his behalf, centered on unplanned and advanced development in most district assemblies. This challenge mentioned by the president well fitted into one of two priorities of the Jehovah's Minister Chief Executive, lawyer Nicholas Piri, which he will want the newly inaugurated assembly to have a serious look at. Which buildings are coming up in Jirapa is, is alarming. And um, that's my, my first priority will be to look at how we can plan the town with the planning authorities so that we are not overcome by development to the extent that it becomes difficult to construct routes, for example, or even lay water pipelines in the future. So that's my most important priority. My second priority would be to look at improving property rate collection as well as other uh, revenue items. We have been struggling to raise revenues, even though we exceeded our target last year, but we hope to do better this year. Reporting for the news, Rafik Salam. Wow. In Accra here at the AMA office, President Ekofado has been touting his achievement, insisting his government has drawn citizens closer to the presidency than any other in the history of the Fourth Republic. This was contained in an address read on his behalf by the former Chief Justice Georgina Tudora Wood at the inauguration of the newly elected and appointed Assembly and Unit Committee members in Accra. Rejoice MFAPC's report right to you. Assembly members from 259 out of the 261 assemblies where the elections were held last were inducted into office. Former Chief Justice and Council of State member Georgina Wood, who represented President Kufuado emphasized government's commitment to fostering collaboration with assembly members to strengthen development at the district level. She urged them to align their efforts with government's agenda and policies. As we inaugurate 259 district assemblies out of a total of 261, with the exclusion of Nkranza is set to end, we can all agree that government is closer to the people than it had ever been in the history of this country. As we the membership of the district assembly, it is envisaged that ideas and opportunities would emerge to deepen the deliberative, legislative, and executive function of the district assembly. You, as assembly members, have the mandate to deliberate, plan, mobilize resources, make decisions, including bylaws, to ensure the transformation of your district towards the Ghana we all want. I'm expecting that you would be part of the team that finally changed the status quo and deepened local and decentralization to enable the citizens have access to basic public services in their districts 
The district assemblies are mandated to support the government to deliver on its programs and projects to the benefit of the people. Together with your DCE, I entreat you to advance the implementation of the government's coordinated program of economic and social development policies. Let's take a break on Journey's desk. We'll be back with more. 